Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Okay, so we originally were not going to watch the Permission to Dance uh, on stage live stream because we didn't want concert spoilers for our concert in LA. Mm-hmm. But late at night, very late at night, at like 10 p.m., 10 as o'clock, I'm falling asleep <laughs> hours before the concert began at 4 30 our time, Bethany text me i texted you because we were driving back from a winery Mm -hmm. we had gone to st louis for the weekend to visit some friends and on the way back i got on stan twitter and i just saw everyone getting excited for the concert and i was like i texted you like i have serious fomo (laughs) like i have serious fomo i think i might just go ahead and watch it like honestly i should have expected it yeah like really i mean i was already kind of thinking about it i was already starting to get a little bit of fomo and i'm like ultimately what decided for the deciding factor for me was okay even if it is spoilers even if it is the exact same set list it's not gonna be the same concert Mm -hmm. you know so why wouldn't i be attending this online concert for permission to dance on stage yeah so i texted you that i said it's not going to be the same concert, you know? Mm-hmm. And as usual with you, when you're convincing me about things regarding <laughs> BTS, it is not hard for me to be like, yes, okay, you make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so ultimately we decided to watch. And I was like, if you let me fall asleep right now, because literally I was, I've been um, binge watching. This was six hours before the this concert. This was six hours, yeah. And I've been <laughs> binge watching um, Gilmore Girls. I'm watching it for the first time ever. Um, and I really like it so far, but I literally like had an episode on. I was doing the slow blinks, like literally about to fully fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I saw your text come through like saying how you're feeling and um i was like i if you let me fall asleep right now i will set an alarm for 4 15 and i will get up and watch this concert and i just texted good night <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay well like i would have said and done anything just to fall asleep at that moment and so um but yeah we both got up and mm-hmm. obviously we don't we have no regrets getting up and watching the concert absolutely no regrets yeah this was the right decision yeah Uh, So on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some The Black Outfits, 
are fucking unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> so much skin. <laughs> or I could be fully entertained for three hours watching a single cam of Young sitting in a chair. I know you could. <laughs> so if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. All right. In today's episode, we're going to be covering the Permission to Dance on stage virtual concert. So we're going to be talking through the entirety of their mega hit set list. Mm-hmm. All the remixes, the transitions, the VCRs, and definitely be sure to stick around for the second half of this episode where we're going to be discussing at length all of their ments and the future and continuation of online concerts. Definitely excited to get into that conversation with you. Mm-hmm. But before we get too much into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. We're just grateful for you all to be here and listen. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And last call for the month of October. Our charity of the month is Global Citizens. Go be a global citizen. Do what you can to help the world. There's so many different projects, so many different things that you can take part in. Um, Truly a wonderful thing to be a part of. More about Global Citizens in the link in the description. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this. So what's different about this concert is they ended up having a sound check, which for other virtual concerts that they've had, they haven't had a sound check option. So the sound check started at three o'clock Korean Standard Time. And because we were so delayed in deciding to attend this concert, we were not there for sound check. No. And honestly, U.S. Army's Kudos to you if you went to soundcheck because it was just not ideal timing. That time difference was just awful. No, like you would, it would be have so been sleep like deprived. One thirty a.m. our time, maybe. Yeah. 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 Nearly um, impossible. But it was during the soundcheck that Army ended up finding out that Taeyang had been injured and that it had happened that day. Whether or not it happened during soundcheck, I'm not sure. But Weavers, on Weavers, Big Hit did put out an announcement saying that Taeyang had been injured and they ended up saying it was pain in his calf muscles. But later on, Taeyang says his knee. So I feel like that just is translations not being you know, fully accurate. So we don't know if it was his knee or his calf muscles. But nonetheless, he had been checked out by professionals and they said that he needed to minimize his activity. And so they ended up putting out a, a statement saying that he was going to be sitting for the concert. Mm-hmm. Just, I think this is the first time he's had to sit out for a concert. Yeah, yeah. we know that Jimin and Jungkook have, but I don't think that Young has. Yeah, it's yeah. always tragic when this happens, mm-hmm. when they're not able to like perform. Mm-hmm. You know it makes them feel so bad. Yeah. yeah. In Taeyang's opening mint at the concert, he did say that while rehearsing for the performance, he had done a small mistake and for us to just not worry too much and that he's really okay and he just wants to have fun for the concert. So I wasn't too worried about him. He looked in good spirits. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And he got checked out and they said that he was okay. He yeah, just needed he'll, he'll the recover. rest. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I did think that the sound check is a cool feature to add to the untacked concerts because now anyone can attend sound check now if they want to and just get that more casual, informal. Um, although I do have to say that I don't think 
a virtual sound check is going to be anything like a physical in-person sound check where you're literally feet from them at barricade mm -hmm. where they're all looking at you and the other hundred some odd people that are in there and sound check i always think of just their comfortable fashion that they want to wear for mm -hmm. for sound check that is just something that's unique and special yeah. that you don't get with the concert so it's cool to be able to see it even with a virtual concert it's just a more casual yeah. experience yeah yeah but the drawback of it also is to purchase the sound check tickets you have to have the army membership and it is a much higher price than even the best other tickets which makes sense because you're getting more for what you're paying for but it's just an additional note mm -hmm. so some of our overall thoughts on the set list is like you said all mega hits yeah. every single song is some of their most popular most well-known hit songs um also no solo songs the only thing that came close to a solo song was stay and that's a trio song and really like all seven bts members were on stage when the song was being performed so it wasn't just with the trio yeah what i have to say about the set list is the fact that there weren't any solo tracks which i was kind of anticipating because They've performed their solo tracks already. I know that with like Love Yourself and Speak Yourself, they redid their solo tracks, but I just didn't see that happening since there has been such a time lapse yeah. from their last concert. Um, so what I was really surprised about was the amount of songs. They had 24 songs in total and all 24 of them are mega hits and it's all seven of them. Like yeah. when do they have a break? How are they like physically pulling through the like the choreography and the performance high energy performance level for all of these songs without the solo breaks, like just the VCRs and mints or their like yeah. essential like rest time? Yeah, so little to no downtime. And we were discussing that it had to have been before the Wings tour that they've performed at like this capacity for a concert because at the wings tour, they all had solo songs that they performed, but prior to that, they really didn't have solo songs. And so, I mean, they had like maybe vocal line songs, but it's still not just like one member, everybody else resting. Mm -hmm. So it's probably been at least five years since they've performed an entire concert with just VCRs. I mean, you know, they're not breaking yeah. during the VCRs They're, I mean, they're doing the hair and makeup change. They're doing like the costume change and you know, like it's not a rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a rest and they're older. They're older. They're yeah. older now. It's much more than it would have it's been five more years physically ago. demanding on their bodies. Definitely. Yeah. So although it's incredible that they can make a 24 song set list of all huge hits like it's also like incredibly taxing on them and they it's were insanity. really giving it their all yeah 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 all right well let's go ahead and get into the actual set list and the concert we're just going to talk about like our little fangirl moments some of the outfits but mm -hmm. we're going to try to get through all 24 of these songs <laughs> so for their intro songs they performed on fire dope and dna and in these four songs they were wearing these white outfits that we just have to dedicate some time to because whew, obviously all of them for these white outfits i have to talk about jimin specifically to start because he really caught my eye with the tank and like revealed like sleeveless shirt. Yeah. Sleeveless. Uh, sleeveless. He had some like gloves on like, I don't know, fingerless glove type mm -hmm. things. 
but like all I could see was just his muscles bulking out and his delts and his biceps. I was mm-hmm. like, Jemin, like, oh my God. I know. I saw you working out in, in the suit, but goddamn, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Do you remember like in Map of the Soul 1 when J-Hope came out with like that one sleeve and like that spiral thing up his arm mm-hmm. and how much we freaked out? And now we get Jimin completely sleeveless. Yeah fucking insane 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 um namjoon with like the white tank top like i mean he had like a jacket over it but he sweat through that white tank top pretty quickly I yeah just have to say oh yeah he did and you can see a lot of pack mm-hmm. i have attractive. to talk about j-hope and this gary flight suit that he was wearing like rocking this... that he was rocking you mean because uh, oh my god well yeah yeah no, it was like People have been comparing it to the Dior outfit that he wore, totally. wore for, like, tear. Yeah. Like, shit. And then he also had these, like, Burberry Elliott sunglasses on. So he just looked so sexy. Yeah. It was like, I could never approach him. Yes. Yeah. Unapproachable, futuristic, Unapproachable, sexy. Insan- insanely sexy. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yoongi was rocking the full forehead, which we always just love and appreciate. But his hair was like flying all around. He was giving us all those glares. Yoongi full damn. forehead is lethal because you get the brow and the eyes. So you really get the full glare. The mm. Yoongi glare that just fucks you up. Yeah, literally <laughs> the entire show. And all the ice, man. They all the ice. All these like silver, like chunky chains. Ugh. You know, Yoongi deserves to be iced out. Yeah. Um, fucking Jungkook. This shirt that he had on on the bottom had all these like crisscross like patterns through it. So it was had like these cutouts and this one cutout was just like perfectly placed on his chest where it wasn't too revealing, but just enough to tease us. And mm-hmm. oh, my God, I just could not take my eyes off of him. Mm-hmm. Especially with the mint hair. Oh, the mint hair. Mm. I know. I can't even talk about Jungkook. It's already too early in the episode <laughs> for me to get there. He just wrecked us the yeah, whole concert. No, yeah, he, he was on another level. But Jen was also like full forehead. And from the start, I just have to be honest, I was wrecked the most by Jen throughout this concert. Like I was texting you, Kayla, throughout. And I'm like, I cannot stop talking about Jen. Like, what is going on with Jen? He just looks so happy. He's wrecking at every turn. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean, be- ditto. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he also had, you know, the white outfit. He had a tank. He had a jacket. But like the ice on his neck, it was a little bit of a more of a swooped shirt. His he hair. He a lot of collarbone. His and face. His brows. face. The brows. Everything. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then Taeyang, though he was sitting in a chair, his outfit, he had that tattoo from Fuck. the On music video. Oh, my God. Or was it the music video or Come Prima that he had that? Oh, I think, I think Come Prima manifesto yeah, film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it's like a tree branch that like goes from all the way like deep in his chest all the way up his neck. And ooh, he just, oh, I think he decided to have that tattoo on, but he's not wearing a shirt underneath his white jacket. No. Driving us insane. And he has that chunky chain on, too. The chunky chain and the white sunglasses, Mm -mm. too. You know he loves a good pair of white sunglasses. We used to say these white outfits were wrecking us all. And they come out with, like, on fire, dope DNA, DNA. like, all the hype songs. Yeah. So just wrecked from the start. Loved it. (laughs) They came out, (laughs) they come out guns a-blazing. Seriously. Just a couple things about things that happened. I know there was a Taejin interaction where Jin like went up and grabbed Taeyang's neck. I texted you, Kayla, like, did you see that? Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after this beginning intro set list, they ended up having a VCR, which was Namjoon, Taeyang, and Jungkook. And they were inside this storage unit with this like industrial rolling gate where they went inside and they had like arcade games. They Mm -hmm. had a pool table. They had like a pinball machine. And 
in this VCR, it was like they were being very secretive, but they end up partying, essentially. Like, they start dancing, they start having a really good time, and they get, like, a knock at the store, you know, this industrial rolling gate. There's a pizza box that slides underneath it, and so they grab the pizza box, and there's, like, a briefcase and all this, and there's just, like, this really colorful powder that they're pulling out of this briefcase. Yeah, and, it's and like, like kind of puffing it, you know. Yeah, like they have these pipes that they're like puffing this the powder. gas powder mm-hmm. out of. It sounds really strange the way we're describing exactly. it right now. It but like... I mean, this is what was happening. <laughs> I think every army was like, what is happening right now? It, very dynamite-esque, the powder. The colors, yeah. The colors, and then mm-hmm. like them hanging out out them hanging out in the room was very like permission to dance butter era like promo you know videos and stuff and Mm -hmm. stage performances yeah yeah um but these vcrs a lot of the music in them remind me of the concept clips that we got for butter Mm -hmm. yeah so i see some parallels through there we haven't really dove too much into theories but the VCRs have theory-esque elements to them. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we'll circle back to the VCRs after the live show in LA um, because mostly since we were not together for this concert, like we were texting the whole time during VCRs because we were like, okay, BTS isn't on stage. That was our break break. time. Yeah. Yeah, So although they were playing, we weren't paying attention to them as much. So, Um, but after this VCR, we get into like the sad, sexy, angsty songs. (laughs) Sad, sexy. And they go from the white outfits into black outfits, of course, to match the mood. Um, And of course they look insanely fucking hot in these outfits. Like, first of all, Jungkook and Jimin both elected to not wear a shirt at all underneath their suit jackets and to wear a fucking body chain um, underneath the suit jacket. So, like, the body chain is, like, touching their skin, suit jacket, too goddamn much. Uh, Just way too much. Truthfully, my eyes, when I was watching, I felt that they were deceiving me because I'm like, no way. No way that Jungkook and Jimin are shirtless. Mm. So I was kind of in denial for all of these songs and of yet, like that's actually like there's actually secretly this like transparent shirt that they're wearing. Right. But and no. I'm just missing the seams. No. I <laughs> no, mean they were you, actually shirtless. So many like full chest, you know, flashes and shots and I mean full that, body chains. Mm, body chains. Honestly, like those <laughs> mental images will sustain me for years to come. You know, like BTS, Park Jimin and Jungkook, I mean damn i mean did they think that army was strong enough to handle that i'm not i'm not (laughs) i don't know why they did that to us oh man they all just look phenomenal in these outfits like to me also in the black outfits is where the um side cuts on namjoon's hair really pop because he has that dark hair and then he has those line cuts on like the side Mm -hmm. of his head um super hot with this outfit and like the chain and like the black scoop neck shirt you know Mm -hmm. um just very mm, appealing yeah yeah soap man i uh They both had their foreheads out. Jen also had his forehead out. I think all of them did, essentially, to to a degree. Jen had also a body chain, and so did Taeyang. Like, Taeyang, you couldn't see it as much because he was sitting. sitting. Um, But just a lot. J-Hope's shirt was see-through. Again, he had, like, that the forehead exposed where he has, like, that comma look where, you know, like, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of hair is dangling down. Yoongi was... He just looks absolutely stunning. Like, seeing this Yoongi reminded me of how, like, stunning and just 
overwhelmingly beautiful he looks in person yes like when we went to the love yourself concert in fort worth i remember you and i both looking at each other like yoongi is just like gorgeous yeah up front yeah in person he looks so austere in this suit jacket Mm. just so and he had a skirt he was wearing a skirt yeah we love we love any kind of androgyny in fashion Mm -hmm. like it's just so great to blur those lines of who can wear what because i saw a side by side of him with this skirt and Mm -hmm. then the one that he wore for no more dream when they debuted oh my god that's so cool (laughs) bts can literally wear anything, anything anything Um, yeah, and obviously Jin also looked incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. with the like he his suit jacket almost looked like the material, maybe like a velvety or something like softer, which just added like more depth to his look. And it had a lot of sparkle to it mm-hmm. too. Which is so Jin, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just like our He sparkle. was really wrecking me. <laughs> yes. I mean he was wrecking the entire his time. His stage presence was insane for this concert. Yeah, yeah. It really was. So looking as wonderful as they did in these black outfits, they performed Blue and Gray. And you guys know how much like that song means to me and, you know, kind of the background with that. So I love that they performed it in this concert. And I thought that the stage concept for it was so cool because they started with their backs to the camera kind of like looking at their reflection and the reflection was all in black and white grayed out and they're all wearing kind of like um you know i guess in that part they had blue suits yeah for blue and they gray were, yeah i think yeah. they had changed into somewhat bluer yeah they suits. went into the black outfits for black swan mm-hmm. um but it was just really beautiful the way that they did this stage i mean obviously their vocals sounded amazing in this song and it's always such a passionate performance when they do this but i loved how they looked into the reflection and how the reflection would look back at them kind of like pained and like hurting and then they would turn around and face the camera i just thought it was a really great concept yeah Yeah, i love the illustration Mm -hmm. of the blue and gray Mm -hmm. that we see this visual of the blue and gray with their outfits but then yeah to see that their backs were turned to us and it wasn't towards the end of the song what was so different was seeing a somber walk from first stage to second stage yes usually when they're going from first stage to second stage it's hype like they're performing run or you know some other kind of hype song where they're running down this you know uh runway to second stage Mm -hmm. but this was this like really sorrowful walk for blue and gray to second stage i'm like what are they gonna do like how are they transitioning into this next song because usually second stage songs are like say you know mm-hmm. like crazy you know intense songs high intensity but then they transitioned into black swan yeah it was very surprising that somber walked to second stage mm-hmm. and i i mean the black swan performance was beautiful i loved the dance at the beginning of it um with all the swan formations that they did i love the solo time for every single member mm-hmm. yeah and the camera like angles and transitions from like head-on shots to like side shots where the members would come out to the side of these like backup dancers like it just was really well done and I felt like uh that was pristine yeah absolutely everything was in sync and like you could see 
each member and how the backup dancers were like simulating wings Mm -hmm. of a swan yeah it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and i really loved how like they added a kind of feather flapping sound overlay to the music i thought that was a really neat touch and it added to every single like you know like the shoulder rolls namjoon did as the feathers rippled back and you could hear the feathers ripple back it was just very like perfectly done the Mm -hmm. way that they did it yeah a beautiful homage and way to get into black swan yeah yeah. So we love that performance. Mm-hmm. Beautiful transition. Genius to pair those two songs together. I would have never thought of that. Mm-hmm. So then they went into their introductory ments. So they really welcomed everyone. Young had addressed that he had gotten injured and that he would be sitting for all of the performances. And then Namjoon, what I particularly love about what he did was he set the theme of the concert by referencing to not needing permission to dance mm-hmm. and that they were going to have fun with us tonight. Yeah. I, I just like that hint at in in theme of setting what this whole concert is about Mm -hmm. and so it really led perfectly into their next set list which (laughs) Jimin so cutely introduced us into as well because after this he's like what do you know I'm not ready I'm not ready for what's to come and then they start blood sweat and tears yeah I mean none of us were ready How could we have been? When was the last time we got a blood, sweat, and tears performance? Couldn't even tell you. Okay. So Kayla and I, we were together <laughs> just the other day before this concert. Doing okay. some secret iconic meetup stuff. Yes, we were. Uh-huh. And in the car, I was like, you know what? When it comes to set lists, like what I really want for permission to dance on stage is blood, sweat, and tears, maybe like fake love. And I was like, I cannot imagine Blood, Sweat, and Tears in 2021, yeah. I would fucking die. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned those two songs, and then boom, they do a Blood, Sweat, and Tears fake love remix. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I texted you, I was like screaming, like, no, like, they read my mind, they know exactly what... Did they bug what... my car? What? Did they bug my car? I don't Are know. Are they listening? They know exactly what ARMY wants. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't us. be the only ARMY who wanted this. No, no fucking way. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears. Come on. But it, okay, my and only fake love. Th- the blood, sweat, and tears was so short. It was literally the beginning and the first chorus. Yeah. And then it like you know kind of remixed, transitioned into fake. We got love. one chorus, one chorus. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears. It really felt like a tease. So we're kind of hoping and speculating that for the LA concert they do a full on like performance of blood, sweat, and tears, mm. and maybe just a little bit of fake love. Please. Give us the reverse, like a fake love into blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, like an inverted oh my God. blood, sweat, and tears, fake love If we remix. could get any more blood and sweat and tears, like that would just be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. With shirtless Jimin and Jungkook. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> not fully shirtless because we are not strong enough. No. <laughs> so it was just really neat. What I like about how they ended fake love, it was a majority of the majority of this remix was fake love. What I loved about the ending was all seven members came together. Young had actually gotten up from his chair and went over for his part where they like Jimin and him twirl around each other. I love that he like still participated in that choreography. And then they all get together where like Jin and Jungkook are in the center. And one by one, they all walk away, mm. which is very black swan to me. Yes. You know? Like I get that kind of vibe too. Like all of these like darker concept angsty Sad, sexy songs. Mm-hmm. Exactly how you titled them. And while, while Jimin was walking 
off stage. Uh-huh. He unbuttoned his jacket. His jacket. Of course, you know, nothing that we could see, but just knowing that he was unbuttoning his jacket and he had like no shirt. Like his back to us, but he's unbuttoning it and like he's just like exposing his up. full... Mm-hmm frontal oh <laughs> sorry sorry well not quite but like, that's but where i mean come on i love it that's why it's so ridiculous and uh, and john gook with his shirtless self the way that he's standing like with his hips kind of angled and like the way his you know like lower stomach is exposed from like the suit jacket he just looks like in this pose so hot yeah so fine i cannot get over it yeah no these songs like they really came for blood okay so <laughs> then we go into the next vcr which is the rest of the members so jimin yoongi jen and J-Hope, and they're all in this hotel room together, and they're partying, essentially. So similar to kind of what the previous VCR was, but they're in a hotel room, and they have, like, two individuals who bust in. They're, like, the first guy's complaining that it's too noisy, and Jimin essentially is like, screw that guy, we're still gonna party, whatever. Um, And then they end up getting, like, a briefcase, similar to what happened to the other VCR, same kind of thing. Like, they've got these, like, little pipes and mm-hmm. colorful powder. And so this other guy comes in, and he, they, like, gas him. I, it looks like they're <laughs> gassing him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so then this guy who comes in, who's probably complaining about, like, the sound level, ends up partying with them and dancing with them. So I think the theme with these VCRs is, like, we don't need permission to dance. Yeah. Or, and like, we're going to get other people to, to, to dance. dance with us. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Um, but what was so neat about this VCR in particular was we get this shot of like a downtown city with palm trees and that powder that they're using that they're puffing out of these, these pipes, it's the colors that you see in the dynamite music video that like blow up like dynamite. And that's happening in this like city palm tree backdrop Mm -hmm. which makes me think of LA or like blowing up in the states and so I think that leads us perfectly into the second half of this concert where we start getting into the more upbeat and English heavy songs yeah definitely so first in this section of the concert we get life goes on and they start for like the the stage for this one they start on this big oversized bed that they can all fit on and they end up moving to a big old yellow couch um that they also perform boy with love on um and we had both speculated actually when we were in the car right after talking about blood and sweat tears and fake love we had speculated about the inclusion of life goes on because it's from their most recent album it seems very fitting for this theme of a concert Mm -hmm. um and it really did perfectly fit um i think it's even gonna be even better when we hear it in la because once we're all together at a concert together it really will feel like life goes on yeah like it really will be living the reality of what that song was hoping for um so i think it'll be incredibly meaningful once we're in person um, but it was a fun performance and then they move on to boy with love I have to say that content couch gin returns. He returns. He returns. 
happens. Tiffany Jen returns with the couch. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, he really, like you said, his stage presence during this concert, like especially in comparison to previous online concerts, um, he was so present and like so happy. And he was really having a great time on this couch. I mean, they all were. And the Boy With Love performance was phenomenal, mm-hmm. as it always is. Jen had these pearls around his neck mm-hmm. and oh, he just looked gorgeous. Of course. He, I mean, ugh, Jen. Uh, they had like these we'll just talk about the outfits for a moment but these outfits that they wore for these two performances were like very like i mean early 2000s style super fun funky and they just all looked really cute pastels. very pastel mm-hmm. very colorful yungi really wrecked me uh he had these sunglasses that he put on and this very colorful like floral like jacket jungkook skin tight like turtleneck with skin the floral tight. jacket um but also junk oh, okay j-hope with the fuzzy bucket hat was also really cute that was i really love jimin's cute. hat too mm-hmm. yeah jimin yeah jimin and j-hope had really cute hats just i just have to say the entirety of this concert jungkook has never been hotter no <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't I, I can't stop talking i about can't it. imagine being a jungkook bias no like, like we don't even bias him and are we're you freaking good out. i'm drink some water eat some food seriously i'm thirsty <laughs> yeah okay all right moving on (laughs) moving on so then they went into some additional mints and then after that they went into dynamite and butter so what was kind of neat about this dynamite and butter performance is that it was like a remix of the two although they performed both songs to their full entirety they did the entire songs for both of them but there was this really neat dance break that had similar choreo to dynamite and butter recycled in it but it was like meshed together and it was all very new but it felt like a choreo version of a remix medley of these two songs which i thought was clever and really changed it up so um from there we ended up getting the full butter performance too and they did the entire dance break for butter as well so all I'm thinking about is for Dynamite and Butter, they really went all in, all like out. over the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. They totally. had to have been extremely exhausted by the end of it. Oh, for sure. But also these songs have to be main features of this concert and of this set list. You know, it's the permission to dance on stage. So mm-hmm. you would think really those English songs that have been like their forefront over the past year would be that you know some of the biggest features of the yeah of the these concert. english tracks dynamite and butter permission to dance yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. but we i love these performances of dynamite and butter that dance break was so great i loved how they used it as a transition between the it was two a, songs it was a new dance break too yeah you know it was fully fresh like even though it was like similar elements to like dynamite and butter choreo mm-hmm. it was still fully new choreo in a dance break we've never seen that transitioned one song to the other Mm -hmm. it was really smart and uh really captivating i was like yeah honestly what is happening like this is so different but i love this choreo yeah definitely Mm -hmm. i feel the same it was yeah like a medley remix of choreo loved it it was really neat Mm -hmm. yeah always bringing us something new especially Mm -hmm. for the songs that we have seen so prominently you know they still showed it to us in a brand new way exactly which is great yeah very BTS. Very BTS. <laughs> so after this, we get a VCR. And in it, it is this like convenience store. And we've got all of the members now. What I think is so funny is that like they're all standing outside this convenience store. And Yoongi decides to just like push the door open. Like they're kind of hesitating on going in. 
but Yoongi's like, boom, let's like let's go in. Yeah. Um, very Yoongi. So they all get inside, and what's cute about it is they all end up start they start dancing. They're in the middle of a convenience store. There's like really no teller or anything like that. But in like the freezer section, in the freezer door area. It's full of purple balloons, which I thought was a really clever idea considering we see the purple balloons and like the washers in the laundromat. So you kind of see that correlation of the purple balloons and permission to dance. Mm-hmm. And they're all dancing inside this convenience store. And I had texted you, Kayla, like, BTS, they don't need permission to dance anywhere. Right. Like in the middle of this <laughs> convenience store, they could be doing this turned it into a party mm-hmm. yeah definitely and that to me that really you know connected the whole concept of the of the vcr so after this vcr we get into what we're calling the fan favorite songs um which start off with airplane part two um and we were surprised by the inclusion of this song but obviously very grateful we love airplane part two and um, it, we felt like it really suits the song when we think about what are their mega hits. This is one of their biggest songs. They even have like the music video in Japanese for it because their Japanese version was just that big. Yeah. Um, this is Corey's second favorite song. Wow, Corey. Mm-hmm. I he know loves that. Airplane Part 2. Mm. I love the sexiness of this song. Yeah. The sexy, like sultry yeah. component. I yeah. mean, we have the iconic Jungkook moment of him like walking down the huge runway as the intro mm-hmm. to Airplane Part 2. So, this had to be performed and I think they did it really well and then they took us obviously into Bapse which they I don't think can go a concert without performing Bapse is a classic concert song yeah it's iconic it has to be in there we have to get the hip thrust we have to get the hype um and honestly just seeing Bapse makes us anticipate LA even more because I can't wait to see those live again the hip thrust 2021 BTS hip thrusts during 2021 BTS have been bulking up in the gym for a year. Mm. <laughs> Not ready, but we want it. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so after this, they end up going into disease and telepathy, which I was anticipating that these songs were going to be at the concert because they are just fan favorites. Yes, they're B side tracks, but like, I think these are songs that armies will wait to see in concert live, you know, because they are just so, so loved. Um, so great to see some B songs involved. Yeah. Uh, especially with disease, I will take any moment I can to hear the live vocals and vocal display during the bridge from Jimin and Jungkook because <laughs> that bridge and disease is just so wonderful. It's a blessing to hear live. Um, yeah, and then telepathy, which I just like. This is such an ultimate feel-good song. Like happiness is all I feel when I hear this song. Um, so I'm just grateful that we got to see both of these songs. We got them for Muster, mm-hmm. which made me a little worried that maybe we wouldn't get them for Permission to Dance. Yeah, but they continue to put them in in this concert, which makes me. So happy, and I think a lot of other armies happy too yeah. because they're just so loved. And it is like their most recent album. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, on that album, they might be considered B-side songs, but like, I feel like B-side songs don't make their way into a concert, especially a concert like this of mega hits very often. And so it's just, it shows how loved those songs are and how much they know how popular those songs are to include them here. Every time I see disease and telepathy, I'm just like, Soap. So, so <laughs> <Soap>. perfection. 
So after telepathy, um, and which I think telepathy is like a perfect transition into this too, we get like more of their EDM and party songs, which is great because we're kind of nearing the end of the concert. Mm -hmm. And so they're really hyping us up to really go out with a bang. So they do stay. And so what stay is that only trio song, but all seven members of BTS are out on the stage dancing around, you know, performing it. Both of these songs got us really hype and, you know, let us just let go of all of our cares and worries. I feel like that's the, role that they play in this set list um and then after them we get the ment um saying that wait before you get into that okay. though i have to mention for so what when they were doing that that performance of the song jungkook and like in the middle of like the edm part where they're not singing he says you know what i wanted to say to all the people who don't like me so what uh, <laughs> and it was like part like i just couldn't believe that he threw that in there I was some like, sass I mean, so much sass, but like, that is what you think when you listen to So What. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the other specifics, but he said like two other kind of sassy things like that during this concert Mm -hmm. that he just like threw in. I was like, oh, Jungkook. Jungkook. Yeah. So then like we get a ment. It was a really brief one, but just them saying that the show is sadly already coming to an end and they just have a few more songs. And then... Mm, the next song that they did was the I Need You remix, which not, is one of my... I was not prepared for that. I mean, I wasn't prepared for... I was surprised by Airplane Part 2. But to get the I Need You remix, mm-hmm. really was not anticipating that. Yeah. It's one of my all-time favorite songs, like this remix specifically. And so the fact that it was included was like, I was so happy to hear it, but getting it after this meant where they're saying, you know, this is going to be goodbye soon. It's coming to an end. It just, I crying, just tears welling up because we're like, they're saying that they need us, you know, like it was really a perfect song for that moment, especially because after I need you was save me. And it just, I mean, especially once we discuss more of like our thoughts and feelings about this concert and the concept of the untapped concerts as a whole. I mean, the concept of I need you and save me being songs that BTS put in the set list as like a, a Hey army help save me, you know, type of like this, like these concerts doing it like this is not the best. Once we get into the ending ments, you know, we do know that, the BTS members had a say in the set list. Yeah. So I do feel that after this meant where they go into I need you and save me was them really calling out to us and saying like, we need you essentially and help us because from their ments, we really find that these untacked concerts are draining. Yeah. They need to see us. It Like what I was thinking while watching these two performances was they need to see us live in person. They need to be saved from this like Black Mirror-esque future of them just like performing to an empty arena or to a camera for people live streaming it, performing to an empty venue. Like how soul-sucking. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. They were performing at the Olympic Stadium mm-hmm. in South Korea where they can see thousands of empty seats. Empty seats, yeah. Yeah. But then we get Idol. And <laughs> Idol was really good. Yeah, and Idol was a remix too. So I just love and adore Idol. Like mm-hmm. I just hold it so dear to my heart. I'm so grateful it's the intro of our podcast. Like I just love this song so so much. But they had this remix that it was just 
killer. And the energy was so high for this performance. I was like, BTS, bad AF. Like, this song is just destroying me. They are unstoppable. Like, but I was also thinking, how are they doing Idol after this, like, already insane set list? Yeah, at <laughs> this point in Idol, the concert, we're like, they must be yeah. tired. Yeah, they yeah. didn't do the full choreo for Idol, and I'm so grateful we don't need it. Like, please preserve your energy for blood, sweat, and tears. Hint, hint. Please. <laughs> please. Um, but I was just really surprised to get an Idol remix on top of already the insanity of this, like, high-energy set list that they did. Yeah. So this is where the concert quote-unquote ends Mm -hmm. and we get the encore Mm -hmm. before they end up coming back they do a snippet of the clips of the united nations which i thought was really neat that they put in there because it's such a proudful moment for bts and army that they got to do this year speaking at the un general assembly yeah so then after this they come back and they perform Epilogue, Young Forever, and Spring Day. And both of these are just beautiful performances. There's a lot of emotion in all of the members that we can see. And for me, it's like Spring Day is that hopeful message of like a better future. Yeah. And I think at the end of this concert, we're at this point, and we have been at this point of when does it get better? Mm-hmm. Like, when do we finally get to reunite? Mm-hmm. And I think that BTS is at a point where, even though we sold all these, they sold all these tickets for the LA concerts, they're still in this like doubtful state because it's like this was promised to them once before and then taken away. Mm-hmm. So even once we get into the ending mints, they just like never seem to fully acknowledge that, that they're they are going, going to, to be doing concerts in LA with army present right. because it seems surreal because they, and they've gotten their hopes up before, mm-hmm. but to, to hear epilogue young forever in spring day, I'm like, okay, these are really good ending songs. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like in the LA tour, they might change this up. Yeah. Because I mean, with spring day, like the message of spring day may not be as fitting for what I think the LA concerts are going to be way more celebratory in their ending songs. Like, yes, Idol was like a banger, but like, I need you save me epilogue and spring day are not like, you know, it, it, I mean, Spring Day kind of brings you down after reflecting on this concert, you know? Yeah, but they always kind of end the concert in this way, where it's more like of a these, sweet like, way the, and... the very sweet, like, army BTS connection ways. But I feel like down the road, they could interchange these songs with, like... You know, we Are Michael, Bulletproof. We Are Bulletproof, Part The Eternal. Two. They, I really hope that they perform that. That's what we want. Um, what got me the most about this part was... After Spring Day, they did not play the, like, applause track that they'd been playing the whole time. And when they finished Spring Day, it was just silence. Mm -hmm. It was just... And I... You could hear it. It was deafening. The silence was deafening. And that was, like, super impactful because now we know exactly what they were performing to the whole time. As a fan, you can easily trick yourself while you're watching this and feel so in tune to the concert because of the applause track that they play. But because we can 
literally hear the lack of people there at the end of spring day made for an incredibly somber moment at the Mm -hmm. end of the concert, um, which I think was, and yes, they performed permission to dance um, last, but this somber moment led us right into the ending ments that they gave us. So Mm -hmm. like we went from this complete silence into them doing their incredibly emotional ending ments. And then lastly, ending the concert with permission to dance. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about these. Let's get into the men's. We're just going to read what they said because uh, they had a lot to say. Yeah. So firstly, we just want to say that these translations are not exact. Uh, We could only find Italian translations. And Kayla is wonderful and the best human being ever that she took the time to translate her Spanish knowledge from this Italian that she found so they're not exact. We did have to do, you know, in addition to the Spanish that you know, yeah. Kayla, you had to like also do some Google Translate with Italian. Yeah. But we, uh, she did her best. I know. did my best. So some of these are not exact, but they're close enough. They are close enough. So J-Hope said, I'll start. To see the Olympic Stadium almost empty, I feel a little alone. I continue to reflect on and remember the last time we, per- we performed here two years ago. I compare it to today, and I miss those moments a lot. I have mixed feelings, and I'm sure it's the same for you. We tried to create a lineup that was filled with all seven members. It was a great challenge and hasn't been easy. We weren't sure how to keep the enthusiasm and energy high. I don't know if you enjoyed it. We've worked really hard on the permission to dance online stage. We've put our entire souls into this. I would like to thank our fans who have stayed with us. I believe that the situation is improving, and when we sing Spring Day, we know that we will meet again soon. Thank you for the constant love and support, Borja. Wow. I mean, hitting us from the beginning with this sad feeling. I mean, somber. Yeah. Yeah. He sets the tone. The fact that he says, I don't know if you enjoyed it, really reminds me of like, they don't get that instant gratification or acknowledgement of knowing if if a fan or if the stadium is really fully enjoying the performance that they're putting on. Yeah, they have no idea. They don't know. And I think we enjoyed it for what it is, an online streaming concert. Would we enjoy an in-person concert much more? Yes, definitely. Yeah, if we're you being know? honest. Yeah. Um, Jimin says, is it my turn? Should I go now? Hello, it's Jimin. And then he does a little laugh. And he says, when you want to do better, it doesn't turn out as good as you want. So stressed out. Anyway, Army, this place is huge. You know how huge this stadium is, and no one is here, so it still feels like a rehearsal unwillingly. Of course, I tried my very best and got a hoarse throat. In fact, I don't know what to say because we've been talking without your presence for such a long time. However, as Hobie Young said, we are going to meet soon and we'll talk about many things. Army, stay healthy and be happy. It's getting cold, so stay warm. I had fun today. So his is kind of sweet. His is sweet. Mm -hmm. But again, I think it just comes down to their performance and not having a live audience. Saying it feels like a rehearsal. Yeah. 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 So Taeyang starts by saying, I miss you. I haven't had that much fun. I was too sad. Without knowing, my knee started to hurt. I really wish it wasn't on the day of our concert, but embarrassingly, I was just sitting over there. I was just watching them dance, and that was really unfortunate. And I thought to myself, what am I doing? 
I have mixed feelings. First of all, before performing, my body state and mind state was, no, maybe I'll get a tattoo. But then some things happened. So next time around, I'll try to keep up with everyone. I'll take care of myself. I'll get better soon so that I can do better for the rest of the tour. And I know someone noticed that this concert, there was no individuals. It was our first try, and we wanted to show all, mem- all seven of us without any solo acts. And I was really looking forward to it. But in the tour, you won't be missing any seven of us. Though you can't see us in person, thanks for watching. I promise, maybe next year, right here, ARMY. Aww. I promise. Right here in the Olympic Stadium, yeah. like in Korea, right here, I will see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> he was really heartbroken about not being able to perform. He was. But it makes me hopeful that, like, I mean, thinking about all of the thought and the effort that they've put into preparing for these for this concert and for the concerts in LA, like, they really thought... If we have this very limited time with ARMY in L.A., we are going to make sure that every member gets seen as much as possible mm-hmm. and that they get to spend as much time with ARMY as possible. Like, they on purpose actively chose songs with all seven of them. So I love that Young talks about that in his ment. I do, too. And I just need to say that even though Young was so heartbroken that he couldn't do much, like, I said it kind of at the intro of our podcast, but, like, his stage presence is so insane and it's just like he's so talented with that that he can truthfully be sitting from a chair and entertain all of us oh yeah he's that good yeah i hope he knows that. you're really not kidding when you say you would have watched the single cam of him just the whole time the whole time yeah and be fully entertained definitely um, of course so he's talented enough i know it breaks his heart that he couldn't perform but um, there are still so many memorable moments of him from mm-hmm. the concert and that was from a chair. He didn't yeah. need to be up and performing. And we still love to see him. Exactly. Yeah. So Jungkook's is another one that I translated with my Spanish knowledge and the help of Google Translate from Italian because it's all <laughs> that we could find. Um, so his is not exact, but his is absolutely heartbreaking, devastating. He says, As we were singing Spring Day, I was looking around the cold, empty stands, and I felt like crying. I imagined that it was difficult for you, meaning the audience, too. It's been a long and difficult period for me as well. This time has made me mature, but I feel like crying. All seven of us have missed you a lot since we have not been able to yet see you again. Do you know what my favorite motto is? It is better to die than to live without passion. As I continue to live like this, little by little... I felt every residual fire extinguished within me. For a long time, whatever I've done doesn't have significance. I went on stage for this performance, which you, Army, has, have followed from afar, and I had not yet realized how little passion I had left. I have a strong feeling right now after this last performance. All I know is that we need to see you again as soon as possible in Brazil and other places across the world. We're ready to go straight away. I need to perform. I seriously miss you a lot. I hope you enjoyed today's concert, and I'll end my statements here. Infinite thanks for allowing us to have this precious experience. I love you, Army. It breaks my heart because he comments on having this fire within and that little by little, every fire has been extinguished and that he's losing the passion and that he's desperate 
to get back to live performances because it's what they need. Yeah. It breaks my heart because for the entirety of this concert, I felt like Jungkook was just on fire. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. he gave it his all and you see passion and you see you know hard energy and, and energy. hard work mm-hmm. adrenaline even but at the end of this concert he feels like this has only been a reminder of just how the fire within him has been extinguished and yeah. so like all of what we saw for this concert was basically him chasing the desire of being feeling that passion again. Yeah, trying to reignite the fire that has been extinguished. And he's working hard for it, and he can't do it without ARMY, essentially. Sad thought, forcing himself to be energetic and passionate and excited. Or desperate in search of. Yeah, desperately, but definitely um, needing to dig deep to find it. And I think that we could, that that would resonate with the rest of the BTS members as well. Mm-hmm. Jungkook's meant was heartbreaking. It really was. It was really heartbreaking. As I was translating it, I was like shattering into a million pieces. Like I cannot believe that, you know, because I couldn't remember word for word what he said from the day of watching it. And mm-hmm. so getting, going through it, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. The youngest mm. member too. Seriously. So Sugar says, I've forgotten about this for a while how we used to do concerts. We have our own routine, you know, like doing this. He mimics like pushing his hair back (laughs) during concerts. Um, He says, I looked up at the final concert tours that they had. Looking back, it felt like a dream. The way the seats were filled, people not wearing masks, that was only two years ago. Something that is quite different now compared to two years ago is that for the first time in a while, we're trying to do performances with all seven of us filling the stage. We hadn't done concerts in a while, so I felt like, wow, I thought we really should pace ourselves. As we performed the first four songs, it hit me like, whoa, this is no joke. As the emotions I had momentarily forgotten throughout the past two years had resurfaced. Also, considering how circumstances are slowly getting better around the world, while performing today, it occurred, it occurred to me, nah, next time we'll probably be able to do a concert with you all here at the stadium. This thought came to mind repeatedly, so I'm sure it might have felt like a shame today because of how the concert took place only online, but please don't feel like that at all. Also, to armies all around the world watching the concert, hold on to the hope that we will be able to meet soon and push through each day. I had so much fun today. I hope you all enjoyed it as well. Let's meet in person sometime soon. Bye. His is um, the most optimistic that we heard um, because he is thinking about repeatedly while performing, like next time we do this, we'll be with a live audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he wasn't specifically talking about like they're right there at Olympic stadium, but he's just talking about the next time we do this concert, you know? Um, so that definitely like gave him hope and probably gave him energy and excitement for this concert. Mm-hmm. But he does acknowledge that it's been two years. Yeah. And that, like, looking back on those concerts, it feels like a dream because it, it was does. so long ago. Um, so Jin's is another one that's 
translated um, from Italian, but he says, hi, I'm Jin. And of course, we have to talk about how Jin for these ending ments came out onto stage with this green bow um, kind of like at the top of his bangs at the front of his forehead. And he's just so cute. So cute. Mm -hmm. And like, I just have to say for this whole concert, Jin just looked so happy and he had such stage presence, which made me really feel like he was present and fully in it you know but like to see him come out with this like really adorable like ribbon bow Mm -hmm. that he had um I just love him yeah (laughs) I just yeah I don't know what to say just cute and happy and it's reminiscent of like at the end of you know concert tours when we had come out with like a funky pair of glasses or you know some like uh you know an RJ headband or you know just something cute and silly and so he kind of brought that into he just is always bringing the happiness and joy for army but Mm -hmm. also bringing so much joy and happiness and like humor to to the BTS. bts members the comic relief right there yeah yeah um, so after he introduced himself, Jungkook gestures to the green bow in Jin's hair, and Jin is like, "Oh, it's cute, right? For this concert, I came as a present for Army. Do you like it? I saw this in the dressing room and thought it would be cute, so I decided to put it on." And he basically just talks about that he's, you know, he's being a gift. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on to say, during the concert, at a certain point, my voice broke and I hated it and it caused me stress. In the last few years, when we gave a concert or went on tour, we had a lot of extra energy, but now it's been a long time since we had the last tour. Having practiced a lot, despite all the evidence, it has not been easy to build up all the energy and adrenaline of a concert. And I'm sorry because I'm sure we did it much easier in the past. Honestly, now I'm 30 and I have a lot of pain in my legs, in my knees, and obviously also with my mental strength. Anyway, what I mean is that before I get even older, I want to do as many concerts as possible. I want to keep us fit and to gather the energy to show you the best performances possible. Seriously, we cannot wait to meet you again. We have faced many difficulties and made mistakes, but starting with the concerts in America, we will come visit you as soon as there is an opportunity. Thank you so much for your patience. So I like this because, I mean, Jen is actually the only member to mention the concerts in L.A. specifically, saying the concerts in America. Um, So, you know, giving that little glimmer of hope for them that they will be able to perform to a live audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His was definitely more optimistic than a lot of the other men's. But I feel that, like, especially when I got to Yoongi and Jen, they felt almost as if they needed to start creating more of a positive outlook because... I think all of them are just so heartbroken, you know, and we'll get into it once we get into these last conversation topics, but RM, how he ends, he ends up ending the mints here. And he says, honestly, it took me a lot to, to prepare for this concert. It's been two whole years. And I was wondering to myself, if there was still energy left to propel me push forward RM and BTS. Still, the situation is universal. So I tried new things, including exercising to help overcome it. But now it really felt like I've reached a limit. I almost felt like I was losing my sense of identity and I waited so long for today because once I did the concert, I would be able to regain a sort of consciousness. Sure, we missed Taeyangi and ARMY wasn't here either. But this assured me that once we meet up with ARMY, I wouldn't need a propeller or motivation because jumping together would really be all we'd need. 
we monitored and I was surprised that the level of energy that was transmitted through the screen is not even half of what we would have in reality. But you know, it's really different in person. There is a short amount of time left until we get back together. BTS and ARMY. Cute. It's cute. Um, but he's very forward, too, about the struggle mm-hmm. to be motivated mm-hmm. and to have the energy and passion to put on these uh, online concerts. And how he has basically done as much self-improvement as he possibly can. He has reached his limit, filled to the brim, and he needs he needs to perform. He needs to have these live concerts with, with ARMY. Um, he's losing his identity. Losing, I mean, yeah. Like I can imagine. My gosh. Yeah. So this really gets into these final concert conversation topics that we both thought about, especially after these men's. Mm -hmm. Is this even going to be the last untacked concert? Will there be more after their LA concerts? Do we even want more untacked concerts, which was part of a survey that was sent out um, via Weavers to people who purchased tickets about this concert to respond to the concert, which was so interesting. I found it very curious that they had this survey on Weavers following the Permission to Dance online virtual concert. So some people, though, I will say I hope that they continue to do intact concerts. I hope that they continue to do virtual concerts in the sense that the tickets are cheaper. Um, there are people all around the world who cannot afford or not able to travel mm-hmm. to certain cities in which they're performing in. So I think that it's an awesome idea. I think it's a good idea, but I don't want it to be their only thing. You no. know, like when they... I, if or they as do, a fan, feel like you're missing out if you don't go to a virtual concert that has the same title and very similar set list. Yeah. To an in-person concert, you know? And I wish that maybe they could have provided that information if it is going to be the same or because... We're spending so much... I'm just saying, we're spending a lot of money to travel to LA, go to that concert. We got the tickets. We have the travel fees. We have the lodging fees. We're getting a rental car. We're Mm -hmm. paying, you know... There's a lot that's going into it, which we're so willing to do because we want to see them in person and we love BTS. But, like, we also just saw like the set list of permission to dance on stage that could Mm -hmm. potentially be the exact same in concert, which yes, we're loyal fans and we love seeing BTS and we support them and we love their performances no matter what. Um, But it's like down the road. Is that something we want to consistently feel obligated obligated or like feel like we're not being a good fan if we don't and we don't we've gone to great lengths in the past to not spoil the previous two concerts that we went to like totally staying off of twitter for a full week and you know like not getting on instagram and so the fact that we knowingly probably spoiled this concert for ourselves just so that we wouldn't feel like a bad fan for not being part of this online streaming experience because part of what it is incredible um, to offer to armies who never have a, a concert in their country, never have a concert near them, or who simply, like you said, can't afford, don't have the time or the money or whatever to travel and buy a concert because yeah. it really can. I virtual mean, it's tickets expensive. Are, yeah, virtual tickets are so much more affordable, mm-hmm. um, which was a part of the survey is like, why would you continue to go to virtual concerts? And like the very first option on that survey was ticket prices. Yeah, the that's expense. a huge thing. Yeah. But the what you give up 
what BTS gives up is, you know, the actual give and take that a concert gives to an entertainer. And like they can fake it for us with like the applause, you know, sounds and stuff like that, where we can trick ourselves into feeling like there really is an audience there, like we're together with them and whatever. Um, but it, it just, um, the untapped concert is not the same experience. And I don't think that it can relate, you know, they really mm -hmm. can't compare. They're not, they're not going to be, that was like you said, how did you get me to watch this concert? Because they're going to be totally different. They are the different. The experience in person with BTS in person and the energy and being with ARMY is totally different than what you get out of an online concert. Yeah. And to your earlier point, we do need to have a discussion on it being okay if you don't attend all of these online concerts. It doesn't make you any less of a fan. No. Go to all of them that you want to. Like, we've Do gone to all want. of them so far. Do what you want and support them as much as you want. But it's not not supporting BTS if you don't go to a yeah. live stream concert. And in fact, maybe they don't like doing them that much, especially the completely untacked where they have no audience interaction at all, mm -hmm. according to these final months. So maybe you are supporting them by not attending the live I, stream concerts. You know, just for the sake of BTS, I would really hope that in the future there are untacked concerts, but I hope that they're just live streams of real concerts. Yeah, like when they're sense. actually... Yeah. I would totally pay if they were going on a tour if they were touring somewhere else in the world or whatever a live concert with army i would totally pay to watch a live stream totally i yeah. mean for multiple concerts yeah but for one that doesn't have an audience knowing how soul-sucking it is to bts it is hard for me to keep wanting to support it to support that yeah yeah which i guess i will say i'm grateful that at least big hit sent out a survey to be curious, but I did see that a lot of people are like, of course I would go to an untapped concert because I just want to see BTS perform, which is true. You know, we, I think we all feel that way, but like, I think these untapped performances and especially like just like online streaming, I think it's a great idea for people who can't afford or are unable to attend an in-person concert, mm -hmm. which we're kind of observing happening is what we feel. To an extent. To an yeah. extent, yeah. We're fearful of it becoming more prominent. Yeah. Um, but we do feel like the LA concerts are going to have a slightly different set list. Mm -hmm. We really hope. I mean, BTS tries to bring something new to every concert. Um, and just because it is live, some of the songs won't be as necessary or some of the songs won't have the same kind of touch or feeling from this set list as they, you know, they wouldn't resonate the same. They could totally be replaced with a yeah. different song. Like we were talking about, we definitely want to see We Are Bulletproof Part 2 performed in LA. Like that song, I feel like last year they were saving it and saving it with hopes that they could tour with it. Yeah. And then they finally performed it for Map, Map of, of the, the Soul. Soul 1. But, you know, it was kind of like, well, this is our one chance to do it, so we're going to do it. This is our only time to showcase our incredible Map album of, the Soul of Map of the Soul. Yeah. yeah. But so that song, I feel like it ha it was meant to be performed at the end of a concert with ARMY. We are not seven with you. Like, come on. Full I, body I just feel right like now. that has to be a song that they sing when they reunite with ARMY yeah. because they haven't felt whole without us. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I mean, to kind of sum up, we've been talking about some really heavy topics for like the last however long it's been, um, especially getting into those ments. But we just feel like we had to be 
honest with you iconics about our feelings and we hope that you can understand where we're coming from we really did love this concert i mean truly you should have seen our fangirl text messages back and forth mm -hmm. as we were watching this we were definitely enjoying it completely um but i'm when glad we, we didn't miss it i'm glad we watched it i'm so glad that we did even after those ments i was texting you that i was glad we watched it but the ments definitely struck a different chord um and they were more direct with how unhappy they were than they have been in previous live stream ending men so mm -hmm. we just really felt like we had to talk about it and discuss it we would really like to know your guys's thoughts and feelings about yeah. those ending men's and about what you think are in the future for their untacked concerts and for their permission to dance la concerts and yeah. we versus survey that they put out after the permission to dance yeah. online concert right before we're about to get four concerts in LA and two additional live streams. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We uh, definitely want to open this conversation up for discussion with Iconics. So, um, you know, when we put out our promo tweets, find them, talk to us about it, talk to other Iconics in the comments about it because, um, you know, definitely, I think you guys will have a lot to say too. Uh, we do want to extend a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics, Eileen Ruchal, Michelle Park, Deja, Meg DeRuggio, Rachel, Robin, Allie, and Nate. Thanks for joining yes, our Nate. Patreon, <laughs> Nate. We are so happy to see you. We appreciate you so much. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Uh, it helps us out and it really means a lot to us. Um, and of course, become a global citizen and follow our Instagram and our Twitter at Standing BTS Podcast. Uh, we love to hear from you and interact with you. It's the best part of our week. Of course, you can find the links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.